0: Hey fans, viewers, and listeners, welcome to another exciting episode of Fight Inside Podcast. I'm your co-host for today, Ring Cruz, also known as Ringside Rain, ring announcer for Up Next Fighting, and with me as always is Timmy B. Before we get things started, please follow and subscribe to Fight Inside Podcast so you can get the latest news and episodes from our show. Our guest today is Smiling Sam Alvey, who will talk about the rules of Karate Combat and his upcoming fight at Karate Combat 43. Plus, we will look at some real numbers on how PFL is doing and whether Dana White was right in laughing off comments that PFL is a co-leader in MMA. All that and much more. So, Tim, what are we waiting for? Hit it! Ladies and gentlemen... Welcome to the Fight Insight Podcast.
1: This man is set to compete, as Rain just said, at Karate Combat 43 in Las Vegas on December 15th. He competes for the Karate Combat Heavyweight title. He is a three-time, three-time, three-time guest now of the podcast, even though he is one of the most miserable people ever. He's always grumpy, always looks mad. He always sees the glass half empty. I hope he's in a better mood today, Rain. But let's just do our best to get through this. Rain, please bring him in.
0: Please welcome, smiling,
2: Sam Elfie. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thanks for having me on.
1: Hey, Sam, how are well, you, my friend? I'm brother? grumpy right now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you see me when I'm happy. It's ridiculous.
1: You <laughs> wouldn't be able to contain it all in just one podcast, right? You'd explode. Uh, Smiling Sam, obviously, this is an introduction that was meant to be a joke because you are the happiest guy on the planet. And how, how happy are you now competing for heavyweight gold in karate combat?
2: Oh, it's crazy. I mean, my career started in a karate dojo. I mean, that's it, where I started now to be fighting for it. I mean, honestly, the most prestigious belt in all of karate. Um it, it's just a dream come true. And I, I'm so excited to get in there, get my gold belt, and uh, you know, walk away champion.
1: Dude, it is crazy. Uh, you know, seeing you in there, seeing you compete. What was it, a couple months ago? No. How
2: long yeah, ago it was, was two it? Two or three months first? ago now. Uh yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't wasn't that long ago. I got my big knockout. It took me about a minute and eight seconds. Uh and it was enough to to show the the you know karate combat people in charge that all right we want him as champion. So they, they threw me, the, the middleweight champion is coming up to, to fight me at 205. And th- that's that's where we're going to go. We're going to throw down and, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get that gold belt.
1: Dude, you're going to look so good. What goes really good with a gold belt is a nice big smile. Uh, I need a
2: grill. If we get a gold <laughs> grill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that would go good. Uh, Smiling Sam, uh, first off, I want to say thank you for coming on. And of course, hello to your wife and all your children. Everybody's doing good at home.
2: Oh, they're doing wonderful. And I, I got so many kids. So I'm out in California right now. Uh, and so I left my wife home alone and my parents came out to help. But I, for the most part, my wife's home alone, taking care of six kids while I finish my camp out here in California for, for the next two weeks.
1: Very nice. you You have nice. a
0: present for her when you go back
2: home. I better have Well, she she's going to meet me in Vegas. So my president, oh, she okay. gets to come out and she's cornering me. She's going to spend a week with me in, in Las Vegas.
1: Good, good. Nice. I love it. I love it. You guys are an inseparable duo, Sam. And so I love it when I get to see her in your corner, of course, as always. Um, I did want to say you you mentioned Karate Combat, the president. You've gone from having Dana White. Now you're with Dana Brown, Mm -hmm. president awesome. That dude is killing it with the promotion for Karate Combat. How important is that for you to have that guy (laughs) as part of it?
2: It's been so nice ha- working with another promotion that tries so hard to elevate their fighters to make their fighters, uh, you know, house- ho- household names. Uh, and it, they, they've been, especially this being a title fight, they've got had camera crews filming me. They've had, I mean, they, they've done done out of the way to make sure that they can advertise my fight, and it's it's so exciting.
1: Yeah, it is crazy. It, it's so great, but like he's brought a lot of highlight to karate combat since he since he has become the uh president of karate combat you know he's the head of the goat shed which you know fans and viewers of the podcast will know from goat shed right from all their great athletes so he's out there rain you'll know him he's the guy that was twerking with the girl alyn perez the other time oh
0: sure that okay
1: that guy he's the president uh sam when you win at karate combat is it a rule that you must twerk afterwards i hope not because i ain't doing it <laughs> i've got
2: something in it.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah.
2: They will not call me twerking Sam.
1: Uh, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, thank goodness. And Sam, uh, for those that don't know, what are the rules of karate combat? Because in, in reality, man, I, I don't know that I know a hundred percent. Do you know? I hope you know.
2: Uh, yeah, yes No, I know. All right. So so off the bat, a lot of the same rules from MMA apply. You know, no fish hooking, no groin strikes, stuff like that. Now a couple changes. They don't allow elbows. Uh, and they, so the, 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 strangest of all of them is you're not allowed to kick between the knee and the hip. So I can kick the calf and I can kick anything above the hip. Um, and that's just, to, uh, it's to try and keep the pace going. Karate combat, it is the fastest, uh, fastest moving combat sport there is. Uh, I mean, every match is just, it's, it's really quick. Now, they don't. there's no, no jiu-jitsu involved, but there are takedowns. If I take someone down but my knees are on the ground, it's an immediate stand-up. So, again, it's a way to make the, the action continue going. Because I'm good at jiu-jitsu, I'm great at wrestling, I'm good, and it's the most boring part of any fight. So they don't let it sit on there very much. Now, if I get a big throw or I hit him and he drops and I'm still standing, I get five seconds to try and TKO him. And it's kind of fun that they have a big announcer. One! two, three, and uh, then the ref either stop it, you know, or at count five, they put us both back on our feet, and we get to continue. So ah. that, those, are, those are the biggest changes. But now the most fun change is it's not in a cage. It's not a ring. It's not in anything like that. It's in a pit. It is a, a four-walled, a 45-degree angle slope on a, on a pit. So it makes... It's hard, you know. It, boxers can fight out of the rings. MMA guys can get their back foot against the cage and strike out. It's so difficult to do in in uh, karate combat. Yeah. If I knock someone onto that onto the pit wall. It's hard to get back up, but it's almost impossible to strike off it. But I can do whatever I want to them. I can kick them in the head. I can, I can you know, elbow drop them from the top rope kind of thing. I can do whatever I want to them if they're on that pit wall. It's the same as standing. And the only way they can do it is find a way to fight off or get themselves to the ground. So I can stop them from getting to the ground. I get, I get to ground a pound for as long as I want.
1: So hold on, hold on. So you can head kick them if they're lying on the 45-degree angle, but not if they're on the ground.
2: Correct. If I'm on the ground, there's the, it's like like MMA. No, uh, no. Yeah, track yeah, yeah. okay. But if they're on the the slanted, you know, pit wall, I can do whatever I want to. Oh,
1: that's crazy, Sam. I did not know that rule, and I and I will say the look of the karate combat pit is perfection. That it is so crazy. cool. It's it's. I mean, it's what attracted me to the sport first. It's like that.
2: That's cool to fight in. and it's now I've. I've gotten to fight in it, but I finished my first fight in like a minute, so I didn't get to play on the pit at all. So that was a little you know disappointing. But I'm still I'm looking forward to having a little more time. I hopefully not. Hopefully I get out there and knock him out real quick again. But he's pretty good. So I'm I'm anticipating. I'm gonna get to play in that pit a little bit.
1: Yeah. Now, Sam, uh I would be more than happy if you come away from this fight a little bit disappointed because you finished this one too fast as well. <laughs>
2: it's like the first one i swore i told everyone listen i'm gonna play i'm gonna jump i'm gonna do everything on that pit wall and i just went out and knocked them out real quick how boring uh i I do the same thing this time but we'll, we'll see maybe maybe he'll give me a little more little more time i can play on that pit wall
1: yeah 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 no it's beautiful i i love it i love the whole thing i'm glad that you explained the rules uh clinching what's the rule on clinching
2: all right, so I can clench all I want. I can strike out of the clench, but I'm not allowed to knee him in the head if I'm holding the clinch. So I can pull him down, and before my knee strikes, I can let go. I can trip him out of the clinch. I can do any of that. I just can't hold the clinch and do, like, a Muay Thai kind of knee. And then, of course, again, still no elbows.
1: Okay, okay, right, right. And um, is there any special – training that you've done to change up who you are or how you fight? I mean, obviously, obviously you're not practicing elbows. You're not practicing uh, as much jujitsu and, and whatnot, but anything specific you're doing?
2: Uh, Working that ground and pound because it's, I, you get from those. T- t- yeah, being able to jump from, you know striking on the feet to striking on the ground can be difficult uh so i've been doing a ton of ground and pound exercises just getting ready to to be able to explode downwards if i need to
1: ah very nice sam i'm so happy man that you're there like i was so happy when i saw you there when you got your win i mean you got your other mma win as well at the smaller organization then you go to karate combat sam I'm not going to say anything. You look pretty damn good with those karate pants, too. I like the look. You know what I, I mean? didn't
2: think I would. I thought they'd be uncomfortable. I felt so cool with that on I Yeah. Fe- I did. And then I, I, they gave me the black belt to tie it all together, and I felt cool walking into that pit.:
1: Yeah, it really looked good. It, re- it reminds me of like the old Van Dam movies. Yeah. you know all they have to do, please tell the president. They've just got to light a fire around the (laughs) ring. I I need to see flames at the edges of the pit. He might do
2: it. He he might do it. That Um, dude is
1: crazy. Yeah. But (laughs) I I want to see flames. I want to see flames so that if you get too close, you get a little singe. Not a lot. (laughs) A little
2: little off the top, yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, a little haircut. That's all we need uh Rain, is there anything that you wanted to ask Mr. Smiling Sam elf Is there anything that you wanted to know?
0: You know, he's always smiling. He always has his positive energy. I'm just curious. I know some fighters they get all like they give you that attitude. We're in, you know. I don't care if you're nice, nice to me. You're smiling at me. You know, I'm beat tough and all that. Have you ever encountered that? And then, if so, how did you handle it?
2: Oh, they all say that. They all know it doesn't bother. It really does. I mean, it. it it does. I, I love it when the people are friendly with me. But fighters, man, they're all just a bunch of jocks. Uh, and there's like, I'm fighting. I'm going to fight. This is fighting. And it's have some fun with it. We get to travel the world. We get to do something that that we, I mean, honestly, all of us would do it for free. All of us do do it for free. And we're finding somebody to pay us to do it. Uh, they, there, there are so many reasons to be happy with what we've been able to accomplish in this sport. Be happy with it. Enjoy the moment.
0: Love that answer.
1: <laughs> yeah. a uh, smile, uh, he ended with a smile. Of course. He's <laughs> always smiling. He's the greatest. Uh, Sam, how what does karate combat have to do? We're gonna talk about PFL later. And I don't want to get you in trouble in case you know anybody, but PFL making the comments that they're the co-leader and blah blah blah. Like we're gonna we're I'm gonna I've got lots of data to objectively show why this is really bad for them. But what does Karate Combat have to do to elevate up? Because I feel like Karate Combat's in a very unique position. They've got a unique product. They've got stars. They've got the look. They've got the president. They are in a very prime position to move up. What does Karate Combat have to do to get more public uh, appeal and more public like notice?
2: The, the, a, I feel like they're doing it a, at warp speed right now. That yeah. They brought me in. who I, I'm not known as a karate guy in DFC. But yep. upon talking to me and them, I said, listen, I've spent most of my career doing karate, I training in dojos and, and doing all that, um, that, they, that they're willing to bring and a UFC, and ex-UFC siren, that the main event for my card is Benson Henderson versus Anthony Pettis. They're making moves. They're bringing people in that bring eyes to the screen. And that's what they have to do. I, it's, uh, I don't mean it because they, they are my employer right now. But they are the fastest action combat sport out there. And there's not a close Mm -hmm. second. Uh, MMA is wonderful. I absolutely love it. A good MMA fight is wonderful. It goes to the ground and it slows down. Yes, jiu-jitsu is wonderful. Arm bars are great and all that. But it still slows the action down. Um, Wrestling is the same way. Jiu-jitsu tournaments. uh, Boxing is, is kind of the same way. There are the slow moments. The karate... Because most of the stars in the karate circuit are point spars, they have to be fast. So the entire roster is filled with people that are fast, that have been trained their entire career, their entire life, to strike fast, to strike quick, to get in, to get out, and make every attempt to, to hit successful. And it's been so much fun watching some of the guys that that came up through the, the kumate uh, become pros and now are fighting and they're just fighting at a speed that cannot be matched or has not been matched in any other combat sport. So they, everything Karate Combat can do to get more eyes onto them, just to open the door say, yeah, this is this is faster than the UFC. This is faster than Muay Thai. This is faster than so much more. And people are getting knocked out in almost every fight um, or TKO'd at the very least. It adds to, to the watchability of it. And so I think they're doing it by putting these big fights and accepting big names into their promotion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I love it, Sam. I love it. And I really do hope that you'll, uh, you know, continue along this path. I want you to get the gold. I want you to then sit there and defend it and be happy and and kick ass and be a, be a spokesperson for the sport. I think that you could be that, you know, you could be the person that they can bank on because you've got the name, you've got the look, uh, you know, it's it's all set for you, my friend. Like, I feel like everything in your life has led you to this. I, I'm so happy for you. I do want to ask one thing. I, I was trying to research it, and I saw a few things. Uh, if it's too personal, it's okay. But the pay-wise is good. I saw you – I think I saw some things where you said the pay is good. You're happy.
2: Yeah. No, Is nothing pays like the UFC. Uh, the UFC is the highest paying. I was making really good money with the UFC. For coming into an organization, my first fight with Karate Combat, I made more, more money than my first fight with the UFC. Uh, mm-hmm. And so the pay was, it was as good as I was able to to find anywhere else. And the pay is going up like most organizations. You win and it goes up. Yeah. And that that's it's they're doing very well with working with me. They're giving me every opportunity to make a career, a, a livable wage, uh, a profitable wage with their organization. And once I get that belt, it's only going to go up.
1: That's right, baby. It is. Uh, and you're going to need the money for the golden grill for the tea.
2: Yeah, yeah so <laughs> it all and get in the, the
1: place. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Sam, I want to ask you a final question, if you don't mind. Uh, it's something that I've been asking all the guests now for the past long little while. I've never asked you, though, because I haven't had you on in a while. Uh, it's a question that my mom used to ask me all the time growing up as a child. So I'm going to ask you, smiling Sam Alvi, on a scale of 1 to 10, how happy are you?
2: Oh, man, I'm a solid 10 almost always. I ever every now and then I'll be a little little sore a little something else but I'm still happy So again I get to travel my last fight was in the Dominican Republic where they flew me down there paid for me to be there paid for me to win highlighted my fight and now I get to do the same thing in Las Vegas and I've been to 43 or 44 countries in the world doing what I love to do because wow of how much i get to enjoy this and so my happiness is just it would be unfair for me to be unhappy because i have been given so many so many blessings i've got a beautiful wife i have six kids i have i don't know 60 something farm animals i've got dogs my dogs are a reason to not be happy my dogs are kind of pains in the butt but i've still got them i've got a pet pig that sleeps on my couch a uh, lot life is good and as, as hard as some things can be there's always a way to look at the p- plus side the positive side of things
1: yeah 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 good for you sam and i'm so happy for you my friend you know thank you again so much for coming on the podcast is there anything that you want to say before we let you go to the fans viewers and listeners of fight and podcast
2: yeah, I, so I, I'm trying to. I'm growing my YouTube channel. Like I, I'm doing everything I can to grow it. I'm so I'm about forty hours from being monetized on YouTube, uh, which which is like one video. I'm gonna post something later today. I was sparring today with a with a, he, he jokes uh, an elderly gentleman, uh, but dude hit, dude knocked the air out of me. <laughs> I took it too light on him, and he made me pay. Uh, so I'm growing my YouTube channel. with Smiling Sam on YouTube, and oh, and I heard you mentioned. I I don't have to get into it big time, but I heard you talk. Talking about the PFL and everything, yeah, I love what PFL has done. I, if I, I made a post the other day about if you compare the PFL Bellator champions to the UFC champions, I think PFL Bellator has more champions that'll win right now if they were to fight each other. I think it's. I had it five to four in PFL Bellator's favor. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, I, I could be wrong. Any fight, something could happen, but they have. With this purchase, they may not have bought the eyes on the screen, but they have bought mm-hmm. so much talent, so many weight classes, so many ways to advance their promotion. I do see them as the they're the the second biggest organization in the world, or the second most. I don't know if they're profitable yet, but they're doing enough to make. Uh, but they're doing enough that I could see them becoming profitable if they okay. get
1: those. Well, but let that, me, okay, but let me let me throw something at you though. Do you think they will be number two before 1FC is number two? I don't think 1FC is, is an issue over
2: here because they don't fight over here. They had the one mm-hmm. fight in, in Colorado, uh, and I, I still think it aired at, like, 1 a.m. or something. I mean, it was, nobody can, over here can watch 1, and I'm aware 1 has the potential to have more eyes on their screen than the UFC does, but they don't uh and it's I, now that demetrius johnson is retired i don't think they have any champions that could compete with the ufc uh, they have a good product i love what they do i think they've got some very talented fighters but the, a lot of their a lot of their their talent lacks wrestling and
1: mm-hmm. that's something that
2: you need wrestling to be considered one of the best in the world um, so they're growing. I power to them. I hope they explode the more, the more competition there is in the world of MMA, the higher the pay will get for everyone. Yes. So I, I love one. I try and watch it. I try and support their YouTube and their, their TikTok and their Instagram and all that, uh, just be, the more eyes that are on any MMA production increases the pay for everyone. And I, w- without the eyes that was out with that have been on the UFC and the PFL and the Bellator, I wouldn't make as much as I do with karate combat. And Karate Combat is helping increase the pay for everyone else. And Karate Combat is uh, uh, Benson Henderson and and Anthony Pettis, two UFC ex-champions, fighting on their card. And, and yeah. it's all because competition increases the pay. And so I'm so tickled with it. And, and I'm truly hoping PFL Bellator make a dent in the MMA world. I hope they put something together and come up with a product that that really um, per- peripheral. I can't say the word really increases the um, (coughs) uh, marketability of their fighters and their promotion.
1: Right. Well, that's the thing, Sam. That's why I love karate combat. That's why I like BKFC. That's why I like these other organizations. They're bringing something new because I do worry that people just don't have the time for another organization that is so similar. At least one FC has the Muay Thai has the kickboxing, right? They, they, they they have a little bit of a different slant on things. Um, So that's interesting. I am saying right here though, at smile and Sam for Smile and Sam. That's what you are on YouTube. I've got your Instagram handle down on the bottom. Actually, it's the same and Sam right there as well. Yeah. Sam. I apologize. My friend, I was not subscribed, but I am now. I've just pressed it. So oh,
0: yeah. I'm going su- to subscribe right now too. Oh,
1: <laughs> oh, uh, we're gonna, well, we're I appreciate that. Yeah. We're going to get you I'm gonna monetized. Get
2: monetized here in uh, the next week or so. Uh, in the next few days. I'm hoping. And then yeah. I will be making dozens of dollars on YouTube. And I'm looking forward to it. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> maybe I'll be the next Chael sonnet.
1: <laughs> hey, hey! We, if only we could all be so lucky as to be like Uncle Chael. Uh, Sam, Grain, anything that you want to say to Mr. Sonnen <laughs> before we go?
0: You know, um, I can tell... How much you love your wife. You know, you mentioned, oh, you have this support of your beautiful wife. How do you spoil her? You know, in times like this, we're in your focus on training, right? And she's being all supportive. But then after the fight, you know, how do you spoil her? How do you give back to your beautiful wife?
2: Oh, that's a good question. I should do something. you have any ideas? Yeah, you have anything good <laughs> I should do? <laughs> 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 uh, you, I, I, I l- like most husbands, I'm sure I do not do as much as I should, but I, I try to make sure she knows how appreciated she is. I try to make sure she can do whatever it is she's looking to do. Um, and that's ki- kind of where we're going to continue off. I'm trying to give her her some time away from the six kids because she has them by herself for the next seven days. Mm. Uh, I, I'll try and give it, give her every opportunity to go out and enjoy herself without, without that, um load of, of her family honor at all moments.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh. But that said, Sam, it is a beautiful family that you guys have together. It's a beautiful mm-hmm. relationship that you guys have. We can see it all the time. It's evident in everything that you say and do. Uh say hello to her for me. I haven't spoken oh, to I her was. in a while too, but say hello. She, you know, she's a great person. And uh Sam, all the best. I'm going to put the picture up here just before you go. There's the photo. Friday, December 15th, karate combat. KC43, Las Vegas, Levine versus Alvi, the heavyweight championship fight. Smiling Sam, all the best to you, my friend. I cannot wait to see you, and we will see you again uh, on this podcast for sure. All the best to you, my friend. That sounds great. Thank you, guys, and it's so nice to meet you, Rain.
0: Nice to meet you, too. Thank you.
1: I get to see you, guys. Take care. Bye. I wish you would smile more. You know what I mean? Like, my, my <laughs> no. wife auntie- I
0: mean, that poster <laughs> that you showed us, it's like, he's not even smiling.
1: <laughs> I know. That is funny, actually. Uh, if you are not watching the video on YouTube or Spotify, you can come over and check. But, uh, you know, I've never seen, I mean, his opponent is there, looks like in the middle of like a guttural roar, and there's Smiling Sam, just happy as can be. What?
0: It's right? like someone who was hangry, right? And then the person <laughs> ends up eating food, and then... All smiles after.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) He's the best. He's a really great guy. I wish him all the best. Guys, make sure you go support him. Go follow him on YouTube, man. Like, help him get monetized and figure that out and make some money. He's got six kids to feed. Uh, Yeah.
0: And some farm animals and dogs, beautiful wife, oil. Come on, guys. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.
1: Did you know? And I don't know because I feel like there's always new uh, viewers and uh, fans of MMA and combat sports. His wife one I want to say the first season of America's Next Top Model
0: I love that show oh my god do really you,
1: do you really yeah she's a winner yeah, I
0: love that show oh my god I, I remember um I remember I saw Tyra Banks randomly uh, okay. some somewhere in LA and I really want to take a picture with her because you know I yeah. watch America's Next Top Model and I was like you know what I'm just gonna hold back she's like eating her ramen. I don't know. She came out of a ramen place, I think, or a Japanese restaurant. you're a million
1: percent sure it's place. her?
0: <laughs> yeah, it was her. Because when she came out, everyone started looking at her, right? And she, just, I think she was just waiting for someone. Hmm. And then she kind of stopped, and I looked at her, and I said, hi, Tyra. And she just said, hi. So, I that mean, was it. Like to take a picture with her, but I was just like, you know what? Yeah, you're I, having your, you know, personal time. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, well,
1: it's not- like, Look, you've grown from that moment, (laughs) right? Because now Rain is not afraid to take photos with people. Here we are at UNF.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: Here are three photos of Rain with FIS alumni. There is Judge Mike Bell or Referee Mike Bell for UNF. There's Judge Chris Liebman. Look at his, what swagger and style he is with that suit. Yeah. And then there is last week's guest, Mr. Gianni Vasquez. Now, fans of the podcast will say, why is he not wearing fighter's clothing if he's at the event that he was headlining? And Rain, our dear friend Gianni Vasquez, is still the champion, but he did not fight. Uh, Do you want to explain what happened?
0: Um... I guess his opponent backed know. out. So, he, his opponent backed out and then um I felt really bad for Gianni because I remember, you know, we had him in a podcast last week and he was very very excited. Yeah. Um and you know, just to see that, you know, his fight got canceled. I felt really bad for him. Yeah. He was looking forward, you know, for that night, for that moment, you know, to defend his title and you no, know, he didn't get that moment. He didn't get to show everyone what he's made of and you know, he is still the champion, but I think he would have loved to still be the champion, but also to show everyone that, hey, I fought to you know, defend my title. You
1: know? Yeah, of course, because he was looking for this fight to be able to defend his title. You're now champion with a defense. OK, UFC, where's my call?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Right. This was a big thing for him. You got to think he's there in California. He's probably got friends and family there that have made the trip or purchased tickets or whatever. Mind you, his opponent backs out like hours before the fight. He weighed in; they both made weight. They both did their standoffs. They both did their interviews. Like it was very last minute. This this guy bails out, and apparently, he said he was just too big or something. He said Johnny was just yeah,
0: because Johnny posted something like that right on his Instagram, I believe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Um, I mean, Johnny's not
1: happy about it, obviously. Right? Like, Gianni's not keen on this and not happy about it. Obviously, he wanted to fight. Um, so Is I... was he's sent- fighting Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I feel so bad for the dude, uh, and, uh, I just wish him all the best, and I hope that things work out for him. You know, uh, Rain, one of the craziest things happened. Again, Kate Batchik takes a fight on... This was, like, 60... <laughs> We had said on our podcast screen, we were joking. And we said, hey, by the time this podcast comes out, maybe you're going to be fighting next week. Ha, ha, ha. Because you just took a fight on two days notice for the last one. Sure enough, before the, our next episode, she's already had another fight. Uh, insane. And she wins by, I believe, triangle choke in the third round. Congratulations, Kate Badgick. That's three wins uh, for 2024, uh, 2023 for her. So heading into great things into 2024 for our friend Kate. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I know. Him.
0: Congratulations to Kate. It's like, I feel like we manifested, you know, that fight for her.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> I mean, thank, thank God we told her to keep her nails trimmed. <laughs> we didn't have to cut them on the stage again, but yeah, there she is. And like, you know, so th- that's it. Uh, Rain, UNF, how was it? Did you have a wonderful time? You looked very stylish with your UNF jacket. Like it was the blue color, look good, sparkly. They had Wait, some it was green. <laughs> oh, really? It looks... It was green. Like, it looks like a teal color. You
0: know Isn't what? You're green? right, yeah. It is more of like teal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Green, yeah, yeah. Teal, so it looks, like yeah, a, yeah, yeah.
1: It looks yeah. very cool to like a UNF color. Like, it was good.
0: Yeah. So. I, oh, my God. I, I remember I brought that outfit um, for my second UNF event uh, back in July. But I was so bummed that I couldn't wear it because it's too hot, right? <laughs> So, um, fast forward to, you know, our event, um, on December 2nd, I was like, you know what, it's like 60 degrees. I'm too cold. You know, (laughs) it's probably nothing for you, by the way. Um, I was too cold and you know what, I was like, I'm just going to wear this sparkly, uh, you know, outfit. And then, uh, yeah, I loved it. And, you know, honestly, um, I, I feel really blessed and grateful, um, for the opportunity to be a part of Up Next Fighting. Um, you know, this past Saturday was my fifth show with UNF and every single show, every single event has been a learning experience. Um, you know, it's always great to meet fighters. I announced someone who made his debut fight that night. Um, you know, and, and, you know, there, we had a bunch of rising stars, amateur fighters, um, at UNF 14 and it's always, always, always great to announce them because, you know, kind of like what we talk about when we had Rory Gillis, right? When he said, you know, it's all, you know, even though um he's an amateur fighter, he said it. Oh, it's always nice to feel like you're being treated like a pro, like you're a superstar. And yeah. and I know our amateur fighters, and even the pro fighters, they they always feel like you know, taken care of. That we respect them as fighters. And um, yeah, it was great. It was a great experience just to be able to announce fighters again. And you know, I got my fist bump from Johnny.
1: Nice. So, I was and so it, happy. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. I saw like like he it nice? yeah it looked strong. It looked strong. He was like more like sideways, like almost like a ninety degree. I know.
0: Or, I should do that because like, I'm like like this like good.
1: Good. No, no. Yours okay. Was good. It was respectable. It was respectable. It was good. Now, did anyone fist bump you while you were saying their name in the cage?
0: You know what? Um, we had like a parade when we introduced the fighters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, um, um, there um, were two for, guys. For
1: the- Sorry, for those that don't know, when she says parade, Rain's talking like old school. uh, Oh, no, like 1FC does it. 1FC will bring up all the fighters of the night and have them kind of stand there on the stage for a second. So they kind of see them all and then send them off their way. So, yeah, I like that. That's cool.
0: Yeah. So um, I announced the guys from the Blue Corner and... um... The other oh. ring announcer for that night, Chad Fishburne, he announced the fighters from the red corner. So the guys from the blue corner were leaving, and there's two of them that gave me a fist bump. And I was like, oh, that's that's really nice. They liked it. And then um, for the actual fights, there were some fighters who, um, one of them, um, he's an amateur fighter. He gave me a salute after I announced him. And I think there was a part where in... I was announcing someone and while I was belting out their name he screamed and I think he just felt like oh my god that says my moment
1: <laughs> nice, nice no that's awkward. and it's always
0: nice you know yep. when you get that reaction from the fighters because yep. I respect them a lot and when they give me that kind of reaction I feel the respect back you know yeah what yeah, I do, yeah. So.
1: no I know that you're doing a killer job I did I did uh, speak briefly with judge Mike Bell. And I was like, Oh, you're there with Rain again. He goes, Yep, she was kicking ass again. Like he's very complimentary of you as well. So I know he really like enjoys what you do. But no, the videos that I saw of you, you're it's getting better and better, I would say. Like
0: oh, really, I think you. you're
1: getting better and better. So
0: I I'm feel at great. home.
1: Yeah. I feel nice. at
0: home. And I I I remember telling my husband before um our event on Saturday, I told my husband, you know, I'm really, really excited for you in F 14. And, you know, I remember stepping into the cage that day and it just felt home. Like, yeah. you know, I felt really comfortable and yeah. And seeing Judge Mike Bell, or oh, he ref that night. But it's always good when he walks into the cage because yeah. he's smiling at me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he's such a good And Chris guy.
0: Lieben too. You know, Chris, Chris Lieben had, Lieben. A, had that yeah. big smile on his face.
1: Yeah. When my wife saw the photo with you and Chris Lieben, she's like, whoa, look at how handsome this guy. Like she was like, like she couldn't believe like how he looked, you know, like, and so, and so jovial and with his cool. Looking mm-hmm. Like, yeah, very cool. uh, Very, very nice. I do want to give shout out friends of the podcast update as well. Of course, RageWorks Podcast Network. We're on that network. So if you're listening to us on audio and you like audio podcasts, go to RageWorksNetwork.com. You can find us there as well as other great podcasts. Um, of course, my dear friend, Bobby Green, and Julia Avila. they both bought a UFC last weekend. Unfortunately, they did not get the wins, uh, both of them. Um, so unfortunate to them, but they will be back. They, both of mm-hmm. them have had setbacks before and they always bounce back. So I'm not worried about them at all. I send them both all my love, of course. Um, what else is going on next week on the podcast? I don't know. I don't know who's coming on. I have a couple of leads on some people, so I'm not a million percent sure. Uh, Rain and I woke up very early. Well, I woke up very early. You stayed up very late to try and interview someone. Stayed up late. Didn't, it didn't work out today, but we're apparently doing it tomorrow. So we'll see what happens with that. But that podcast won't come out till later. I'm not going to spoil that. Uh, yeah. And we'll see. We were supposed to have on another gentleman that just won at ufc last weekend as well but he came up something happened like very very last minute so uh he did not make it right now but hopefully maybe next week we'll see what happens and a
0: rain check it was a a rain check a rain check yeah (laughs) Yeah. uh
1: all right so i think what we'll do is we'll talk about something this is okay because now this gives me more time to kind of fully go through this. I've got lots of slides to show. So again, if you're not on the audio, uh, the video version of the podcast, come on over, check it out, or I'll try to explain as best as possible. But this all starts with this here rain. And I don't know how much you know about all this rain, but this is Dana White. He was asked about PFL and some of the comments that PFL has made and uh, about being like a co-leader. So Dana White just says, it's effing hilarious, good for them. I wish them all the luck in the world. I've covered this before. One shitty organization that sells no tickets and nobody watches buys another shitty organization that sells no tickets and nobody watches. Sounds like an effing winner to me. Woohoo. So uh, Dana White is not impressed and is not very concerned with the product or the, I guess, competition of PFL, right? Smiling Sam made a very interesting comment. He goes, well, if you looked at their champions versus UFC's champions, maybe they could win. I don't know that that matters to me, quite frankly. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, even if they had, like, a bunch of champions to beat the UFC one, it's not about the champion. It's about the whole organization. It's about the whole product. So, I don't know. What do you think about that? You think if... I mean, you'll never know if they could beat them, anyways, because anyone can beat anyone on any given night at that level. But do you think yeah. that matters? Do you think that that makes PFL co-leader?
0: Um, like what? If their fighters beat like the UFC fighters, is that what we're?
1: Well, like if like Sam thinks they could. Like if you if you thought, oh well, they've got like three or four champions that could beat the UFC guys. Does that really make the organizations equal?
0: Um. Uh... No, i'm not sure but it will definitely um bring the spotlight towards that organization for example if that were to happen right if there's like a pfl versus ufc like fighters yeah. um right will never like, if, yeah exactly but like if for some you know crazy reason like that happens right i feel like you know if pfl fighters win against ufc fighters then the spotlight would be like on them um yeah. I feel like UFC is such a global brand that yeah. you know for the most part, you know, if you're not in the MMA uh scene, it's like you know someone tells you about PFL, it's like oh, okay, another MMA organization, great. But it's yeah. like yeah. it's kind of like NBA, right? NBA versus, you know, there's other like leagues, right? But it's like when you think of basketball, you think of NBA. Right. When you think of yeah. um MMA, you think of UFC. When you think of wrestling, you think of WWE, you know, there's just like those really big organizations that have cemented their name, their legacy, you know, in the industry that, you know, there are companies that will, you know, merge or whatever, you know, um, basically start up and try to, you know, be at that level. But I feel like it just takes a lot of time to kind of compete with that, with what other companies have started. Especially if they have, you know, cemented their legacy in the industry.
1: Yeah, when I sometimes, like I said, when I listen back to the podcast, I catch things that you said versus like when I'm hearing it live. <laughs> so the other time we were talking about PFL, we were talking about the ESPN deal, which now it has come out that he did re-sign with ESPN. Don. Yeah. Don Davis. Well, well, what, yeah. But PFL has now re-signed with ESPN for PFL, not for Bellator apparently. Well, it didn't say that. So I think it's just PFL extended their contract. Rain, you had said on the uh, other time, and I didn't catch it, but I caught it on the replay. You were saying like, well, if PFL is signed to ESPN where UFC is and UFC has a fight on Saturday that means PFL can never go head-to-head with them. They've got to go to a Friday. Like, you're now relegated to, like, the non-sports day. Like, I like. do you think it, it's a good idea that they sign to the same network as UFC? Um,
0: know. You know, right now, for me, it is a good uh, thing for them. Why? Because a lot of people watch ESPN. Um, Shannon Knapp brought this good point in. you know, everyone tunes in, everyone will tune into ESPN for sports. It doesn't matter if you're watching college football, college basketball, NBA or whatever, you're going to tune into ESPN for sports and you might leave the TV on, you know, and then anything else that will, that's kind of scheduled to play that day. It's just on. Right. And so I think that's like a good exposure for PFL, um, and if they end up showing Bellator fights too on ESPN, I think it will be a good exposure for them right now that they're trying to build something out of this um, relationship that they have now. Um, you know, I don't think it might just be kind of like a a deal that they have to work with if, you know, PFL wants to do a show on a Saturday and UFC wants to do a show on a Saturday. How will they do that? Because that might be really, a, you know, a conflicting thing. Right. You, um to you do both go. on the same Saturday, you know.
1: Don't, don't you go on ESPN the Ocho?
0: The ESPN Ocho, I think that's like a like a summer uh thing when there's no sports.
1: <laughs> yeah, like no, but I, I mean you I guess you just go on one of their like other like lesser channels. Yeah, they have like
0: yeah, because they have ESPN and then ESPN too. Um right. but I don't I don't think it's gonna make sense to have um you know True UFC MMA. ESPN and then yeah and then PFL and ESPN2 at the same time. It might be weird that way. Um,
1: I know. But but then, Rain, but that's what I'm saying, though. But then if you sign with the same organization, same network, sorry, and UFC has freaking 40 events a year, like there's very few weeks. I guess maybe you're going to look for those weekends where UFC doesn't have something. Maybe that's the play, and then you catch it on there. Um, I don't know. It it seems weird to me. And I also think rain, do you not think it's funny that if they were going to resign with ESPN, that you wouldn't have resigned before you let it know that your contract was over. Like, I feel like if the, if ESPN really wanted you and if, mm-hmm. if a, if ESPN really wanted you, they would have offered to resign you before the contract was up to prevent you going into the market and potentially getting competing offers. If you wanted to stay with ESPN because the deal was good, you wouldn't have let the offer expire and say out loud publicly, hey, our ESPN deal is up. So I feel they lost money on this re-sign. That's the only way business-wise it makes sense to me. Because I feel like if ESPN wanted you, they would have made a strong offer and you would have re-signed. And if the offer was good, you would have re-signed. You wouldn't have started saying, I'm gone and look at the market. And then you go out into the market, realize there's nothing. Then you come back to the ESPN. So I feel like, to me, it's a sign that it's not going well.
0: Hmm. Or maybe the the uh, network that they were in talks with backed out or didn't
1: kind of work out. Sure, but then that. that speaks volumes, though, because then that means that you didn't have it and you couldn't use that offer as leverage against ESPN. I don't know. I just like when when companies come to buy this podcast from me, Rain. I will be very careful to not like say wrong things to decrease my own value. You can only say those things. If you think for sure, you're going to be able to play those two people off one another. Mm-hmm. But the fact you went back to ESPN, it's like, yeah, that offer probably was not that good. And I bet you, if you went off and then you're like, Oh, well Fox is going to pay me more money to go. I think ESPN would be like, yo, we got UFC. We're good, dude. Goodbye. Like, I don't think ESPN's hurting for MMA content.
0: I don't Maybe. think so either.
1: <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, next point I do want to say is that and I don't have a slide for this, but there's an article that came out that says that ONE FC's money is going to run out at the end of 2024. Are and they going to take
0: that bonus back from Frank? I'm just kidding.
1: No, <laughs> Frank's already spent it. <laughs> I hope he had. I hope he bought a beautiful camera, Frank, and bought yeah. that dude and bought that dude those drinks. Uh, Go back and check out last week's podcast. Rain, I've said this before on the podcast. Both PFL and One FC are burning money. They're both going to go bankrupt. I said it before on this podcast a million times. But there's articles now coming out saying that One FC's backing is going to run out by the end of 2024. That is not good at all. And Smiling Sam. I, I feel like Smile and Sam maybe doesn't know 1FC that much because there are quite a few champions there that I feel would definitely put up a good fight against UFC fighters and or PFL. Like, they have some damn good fighters there. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it's not going to save you. Like, you got to be smart with your money. You got to figure things out. Anyways, so 1FC might, might be dead by the end of next year, in which case... I, I really hope not because those fighters, especially in that part of the world, they need an organization that's going to pay them money. They need to succeed. So one FC needs to figure out their stuff real quick and figure out how to make this thing financially viable. Like that's for sure.
0: Yeah. I feel like if they have like, um, you know, a better um, way to distribute their, their show. Cause like right now they're on Amazon uh, prime, I believe. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, Terrible. Yeah. And I feel like there's not really a lot of people that, um, watch, you know, sports on Amazon prime. I might, mean, I think they do football Who's like watching? every Thursday here.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. They, really?
0: they, yeah sure. they show, um, yeah, they show NFL, um, on Thursday nights, I believe here in the States, uh, on Amazon prime. And I think they're trying, you know, to get you to, to tap into that, you know, um, uh, television, uh, you know, broadcast, uh, whatever thing, but, um, I feel like for One FC, what would help them would be to get more eyeballs in their product, and if it means staying with Amazon Prime, if they somehow are able to market their you know show through Amazon Prime, great. But if they need to find another provider that can distribute their show, that would help them kind of put their name out there. Yeah, I think it would help them because you know. I, I, I just when it don't know to what it's I yeah, one of these things to, I mean, the thing to get like, you know, like the sponsorships and then
1: you know yeah.
0: get all the money back.
1: I guess. I mean you hope so. Now let's take a look at some numbers. Because people people always say, like when I post some stuff, like I'm in some MMA groups, and people be like, uh, you know, fight inside, so you're such a hater. You hate this stuff, blah blah. Okay, cool. I, of course, I have my own opinions, first of all, right? Like, if you're listening to this podcast and you always share the exact same opinion as me, I don't know why you'd listen to this podcast then. Like, just talk into the mirror, dude, right? Like, what's the point? Obviously, you want to hear, like, competing, like, differing opinions. But now I'm going to hit you with some numbers, okay? The first one is a post that... So, PFL does a post on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And it's a post for their last card, which was the finals of the season. This this is the biggest PFL event of the year. It's a pay-per-view. It's all the finals, all the champions, like five, six titles, I don't know, 100 titles on the line, whatever. They do a post showing that card. Okay. UFC puts out a post kind of around the same time or same day for the mm-hmm. fight night main event of next weekend's card which is two guys that no offense are not blow your socks off like i'm not running to watch this fight right mm-hmm. so i'm going to show it on the screen here and i took the photo like a few because it tells you how many hours ago they posted the photo right mm. so here we go oops i gotta take this uh, thingy off at the bottom the pfl post is very hard to see on the left hand side, it was posted, the PFL one, when I took this four hours ago, they got 6,000 likes. Mm-hmm. UFC's post for this uninteresting main event, again, I apologize, Song versus Gutierrez, after 20 minutes, 11,000 likes. Like their reach is so much more. You know what I mean? Yeah, they
0: probably have, you know, more followers, too, on social media. That's why they have that many.
1: Yeah. So does this mean anything to you, Rain?
0: I mean, it just shows, you know, kind of like my point earlier that UFC is a global brand, you know, Um, and a lot of people, when they think of MMA, they think of UFC. You know, I mean, there could be like other leagues out there. But the first thing that you will think about is UFC. I mean, prior to me going into the MMA scene, I only knew of UFC, you know. And then now that I'm in the MMA industry, it's like, oh, there's this league too. Oh, that league too. Oh, great, great, great. Um, And so I think that's, you know, um, it goes down to, you know, a lot of people, even though um, they love MMA, sometimes they just know UFC. That's it. You know they'll just they'll just watch UFC because uh, to them that is MMA. You know, um, and with that post, you know, within twenty minutes, eleven thousand, you know, likes right away compared to the other one, six thousand likes within four hours. I mean, you know, if we probably compare how many followers UFC has compared to PFL, I mean, UFC probably probably has way more, way more than PFL.
1: Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me still?
0: I can hear you. You kind of okay. froze a little bit. I think but, um, my... You're not moving, but I can hear I my,
1: you. <laughs> I think my screen is frozen, which means I'm going to go yell at my provider, but that's fine. As long as you can hear me. Um, yeah. Okay. But how long after you got into the MMA space, did you realize PFL existed?
0: Um, I randomly saw it on ESPN, to be honest with you. And yeah. honestly, I think I saw PFL prior to me Um uh, starting in the MMA industry, I saw it on uh, ESPN, and I actually, when I first saw it, I was like, "Is that UFC?" Again, brings me back to the point where in someone like you know myself from months ago, when you say MMA, I think of UFC. When you tell me wrestling, I think of WWE. When you tell me basketball, I think of NBA. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but okay, yeah. But, but if you're a fan, right? Like the thing is, and I apologize for my screen being frozen. I don't know what to do, but. <laughs> If you're a fan, right, it's weird to me that you wouldn't follow both. Uh-huh. So, if, like, if you're a fan of UFC and you're one of their, like, 39 million followers or whatever the hell it is, why would you not be following PFL unless it's indicative of you thinking, like, it's just not that great? Because why wouldn't what? you? Why wouldn't you follow it? There's, there's there's UFC fighters there. There's blah, blah, blah. Like, they put on fights. Who cares? Like, if I'm a fan of MMA, I want to watch fights. Whenever I can, anyways, I don't necessarily Mm -hmm. care about it, but and it's different. Like NBA, okay, NBA, there is no other product that's even close for basketball. I don't care, but these two are kind of close. Like, I mean, it's the same Mm -hmm. fighters. It's like if 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 Jordan and Pippen went and played in some other league, like, wouldn't you at least watch it a little bit? I'm sure you would. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That shows how old I am, too. What should I say, LeBron, (laughs) Lamar, DeRozan, or something, whatever? Like, (laughs) like you know what I mean? I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I
0: see what you mean, but um, there might be some like just UFC fateful fans, or in to them, it's just you know I'm just gonna stick with UFC, um, and they don't want to watch something new because they're more familiar with UFC. Because um, yeah. you know how like PFL has like you know like roles, it's kind of like a tournament thing. And because I remember watching it for the first time, I was like, "How does this work?" And you know, so it's like, so there was a point where in do I really want to invest in learning how this works or do I, do I want to just stay and watch UFC and you know, I know how it works, you know?
1: Yeah. I'm back. Oh, Hey, I'm
0: back. you're moving again. You're not frozen anymore. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Okay. So that's weird. Okay. So then mind you, and I don't have this for the, for the visual, but now I'm looking at it now like a a week or two weeks after the UFC post ended up getting eighty three thousand views. Mm. Uh, sorry, eighty three thousand likes. Likes, and the PFL one got a not even eleven thousand. Mm. So I mean, it's mm-hmm. not that bad. Like when you look at their total, because I think uh, UFC has like ten times the number, twelve times the the number of followers. But still, the likes are, and you got to think like those are the hardcore fans maybe that would be liking.
0: Mm-hmm, so I don't know. Mm-hmm.
1: I feel like is indicative. Okay. Let's take it on a little bit more. And this is at my friend at, at MMA Gains, who I tell you guys all the time go we'll follow at MMA Gains because he breaks down the gains that fighters make in social media from like the, the week before their fight to the week after. Okay. Mm-hmm. Very interesting data if you're a nerd. Okay. So <laughs> I'm going to show you what the winners. Of the PFL championships gained in number of followers, the winners, these are the $1,000,000 winners, what they got in social media gains after their pay-per-view where they won the championship, $1,000,000, versus the losers of a UFC fight night. Mm. Okay. The winners... Of a million dollar PFL championship season versus the losers of a UFC fight night. This is thank you to at MMA Gains. Here it is on screen, right? It's freaking so close. For those yeah. not for those not on, on the video, the PFL guys got 1.4,000, 3.6, 1.9, 1,000, 3.4,000, 3,000 new social media followers. The losers of UFC Fight Night 1.5400 3,000. Mm-hmm. The losers Like that is crazy to me too. Crazy because it shows like the fans just aren't there. They're just not like it's crazy that you're going to follow the loser of a fight night. That's like on the prelims. Mm -hmm. versus Mm -hmm. and i'm not calling these people losers by the way but you know what i mean like they obviously right versus the winners of the million dollars
0: well the thing is were they aware that you know one there was a pfl tournament um with those fighters in it
1: but how long there might be
0: more people watching the ufc fight with the guys and the fighters that didn't win the fight
1: how long can your champions be gaining 3000 followers? Because remember, fighting is an opportunity. It's not a career. Like these mm-hmm, guys need to mm-hmm. do this, gain their social media following, you know, become Sam Alvey and, and you know, and, and be able to have a monetized YouTube channel and have people watching that are going to pay you and get you money, get endorsements, get whatever. Yeah. If you're the winners in this league and you're not getting that, person well hey look my fighting career is only going to last so long I need to leverage this later maybe I go to UFC instead grow my social media following through some wins and successes that might pay out longer in the long run and that's why when they say like well PFL pays more blah blah yeah but Mm -hmm. over time you know like that's that's what you got to think about so that to me is very concerning again I love that kind of data because I'm like it's something, something showing there, you know, um, what, any, any comment on that else? Why just, I just like,
0: want to give a shout out to MMA gains. Like that's a really great analysis right there. I love it.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I love what he does because it, it really shows like, you know, where, where people are interested or what they're doing or yeah. right like whatever. But mm-hmm. I think, it, you know, if you're a fighter, that's important to know. Um, and then the last thing I would say is, so the guy, the Canadian, uh, Olivier mm-hmm. Aubin Mercier. He was like the next hot thing. He's a cool kid from Quebec. He's a French kid, kind of like a GSP ish, right? Like that French Canadian, whatever. Wins the million dollars for the second time in a row. He's young. I don't know how old this kid is. Let me see if I can quickly figure this out. But Olivier Aubin Mercier, Olivier. Robin Mercier, he is 34 years old, so 34 years young. Young. He wins it for the second time. Marketable, handsome dude. Uh-huh. Re- retires after the second win. PFL is like, you wow. son of a bitch! Like, you better get back! Like, he was their guy! And then he retires into the sunset with his two million. And that's brutal for PFL, too. I'm just saying that. Like, you also, it's funny because then another way that I'm looking at it, I'm like, look, you're giving these guys a million dollars. That's mm-hmm. a lot of money for some of these guys that maybe would have never had that money. Yeah. Of course, they're just going to walk away. But Yeah, because product... to them,
0: it's like, well, you know, I got my money. I'm good. Checking out. Got that so, cash.
1: Yeah. Like Rain, when we get a million dollars to sell this podcast. <laughs> you will never see me again. I will, uh, I will give you your fair share. You <laughs> will, will be gone. Like no one will ever see. Yeah. I think that that's a weird thing too. I think like, I also think that the way that they're giving the money is a little bit funny because I think it might encourage more people like Olivier of Mercier to skedaddle mm-hmm. after you make some money. If you're just like a guy that just wants to live the happy life. Right. Like, I don't know. So that's kind of funny too. But anyways, for all those reasons, Rain, I really do not see PFL succeeding. I also think that uh, the numbers were coming out on the Tyson Fury versus Nganu boxing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It did not sell well at all, apparently. Really? No, no, it did not sell well. I think it's pretty understood that it did not sell well. Mm. I mean, if that's not going to sell well, how is Nganu fighting in PFL going to sell well? Like when you try to sell view. You're going to sell more than him fighting the greatest heavyweight boxer of all time in Saudi Arabia or wherever the hell they were. You're going to sell it. You're going to sell a better fight with Nganu fighting some guy that who knows who it is in Denver, Colorado. No offense to Denver, Colorado. Like it's just not going to happen. You're just not going to get the buys. And so your money's just going to bleed eventually. So you've got nothing, but I don't know, rain. Well, they got to
0: market really good. I mean, it's all about, you know, selling that story. And you hope that people will be like, you know what? I really want to see this fight.
1: Yeah. I, Yes, but what, what I'm saying is nobody is going to be better than Tyson Fury. Yeah. That you put across from Ngannou. So whatever the sales were for that, if that and if that was considered not that great, it's only going to be less when he fights with PFL. But anyways, that's, I, that's, I just wanted to show people some data. There, I wanted to let people know about that uh, 1FC article. It's on Bloody Elbow. So if you search Bloody Elbow 1FC, I'm sure you'll figure out where that article is, where it shows that they're losing money and that it's almost game over time, which is very, very mm-hmm. scary. But let's hope for everybody to be the best, because like Sam LB said, it's so important for there to be multiple organizations for more people to have opportunity. Right, because we need there to be lots of opportunity for people so they can go everywhere and succeed and make money. But we have to support them to be able to make the money. Like that's that's your job. Like people listening to this podcast, you got to go out there and freaking follow Sam Alvey on his Instagram and on his YouTube and and YouTube. Watch a few videos here and there. Like that's how you help these people. Right? Like I know that not everyone's going to go out and buy a Sam Alvey t-shirt, but you should. And But you can do little things, like just watching his videos and stuff like that. So do that stuff, right? Uh, Rain, aside from that, I did want to put this back up. And I should have done this earlier in the podcast. But it is your birthday drive. Birthday donation is coming up. The big birthday, December 19th. You finally turned 25 years old. (laughs) Go support rain for her birthday. She's doing all those wonderful things rain. Where can they find this post? This is on your Instagram, obviously.
0: Yeah. So um, the poster for my, uh, for my birthday donation drive is on my Instagram at ringside rain. So please help me support second chances rescue, which is uh, a rescue group that rescues uh, dogs. Uh, That's where I adopted my dogs, Joey and professor. And Mm -hmm. I have an Amazon wish list. Uh, filled with, like, dog food, dog essentials. Uh, If you want a cameo from me, all of cameos requested from me uh, between November 19th till December 19th, uh, all of the uh, proceeds will go towards this uh, birthday donation drive. Or you can also donate via Venmo or PayPal so I can purchase some dog food and essentials at Costco.
1: Yes. So go do that, people. Go do that. I'm not even selling T-shirts or anything right now. I've got nothing. That said, if you want to message me and you want some free swag, I do have, like, phone holders, stickers, whatever. I'll mail you stuff for free. I don't care. Let <laughs> you know, I want some stuff. But if you've got money to spare, go help out Rain for a very good cause. Of course, we both love animals, Rain. And, uh, I think that's it next week. Again, yeah. Shout I-
0: out to those who donated already, by the way, I've been like receiving yeah. Amazon packages lately. And the, the first time I, I received this random Amazon package, I was like, what the hell did I order? And then I yeah. opened it and I realized, Oh my God, people are starting to like, give me, you know, uh, stuff for my donation drive. So thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Very nice. Very nice. And I missed, black friday and i miss cyber monday because i'm like oh i should get rain stuff on like the deal day and i totally forgot rain i'm still gonna do it mind you i'm not i haven't forgotten i'm gonna do it of course but i totally missed the sale so that sucks. stupid uh aside from that rain we're gonna get out of here we're good on time here we had a wonderful guest with sam and next week will be great i've the other guest that we might have tomorrow morning that we're going to save for later in the year. That's going to be fantastic. We've got that all lined up. Um, yeah. And then we're almost down to our end of year show. We're going to have to pick, like, the best fight of the year, the best fighter of the year, stuff like that. We'll do some uh, categories, which I have to manage all that and figure that out. But aside from that, would you like- you've got your Spanish class coming up. Did you want to say goodbye <laughs> to everyone in Spanish or say something in Spanish?
0: Sure. I'll just say adios. Gracias no. for listening to the podcast. <laughs> oh my god i'm Are so you terrible curious? in spanish so. really okay. <laughs> yeah i think um, i got to over it i can like read it but i'm not confident like speaking it.
1: so all right all right because hey, we're getting there. we're getting there like our good friend uh joe martinez i love when he's able to say the spanishy names with a little bit of flair mm. you know i like that oh and yeah when your boy Timmy B did the weigh-in special or the did the weigh-in show for Fight the Atlantic, I did say Mexico.
0: Mexico.
1: Because there was No one met There were three guys yeah. from Mexico, and when I said how do I say your name and blah blah they go México, blah blah blah. And they said it, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna respect it and I'm gonna say it the way you say it. So But yeah, yeah. anyways, you were gonna say.
0: No, I remember meeting uh, Johnny Vasquez for the first time and I was like Oh, your nickname is Kryptonita. Kryptonita. And he said, Yeah. And then, so when I announced it, it was like, like Kryptonita. Yeah. <laughs> Vasquez.
1: Yeah. I love it. He was like, so happy
0: because, cool. you know, I said it like, you know, yeah, without yeah. like, you know, my Kryptonita Vasquez. It wasn't like Kryptonita. that. So.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do the Valley Girl Kryptonita. No. Um, <laughs> all right, guys. So we're out of here. Rain, thank you so much. It was lovely. Uh, we forgot to do our still photo of Sam before we started. So we messed that up again, thing. Anyways, we'll, we'll figure out. He, he surprised me. So guys, goodbye rain. Thank you so much. We'll see you guys next week.
0: Bye.